salutations, Sotans. Thank you so much for tuning in on this day. I am one half of the brilliant team of the Soda Podcast, Sarah Kensler. And I think if I did my math correctly, that makes me the second half of the Soda team. They call me Jason, 50% McKenzie. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard about you around these parts. Hey, hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for listening. We're the people that bring you we the show every day. We know that this is why you're here. Yeah, no, this yes. is exactly why people are here, to listen to us banter. And, accents. And uh, talk yep. about art and do accents that are not um, that are not consistent Good. Throughout, the, throughout the show. Nope. No. <laughs> nope. To hear more inconsistent accents, uh, listen to the Easter eggs at the very end of every episode. They come up a lot every single one the last whatever we put at the end is like the best part to be quite (laughs) honest like if you think that you've been getting the best content by listening to like the meat of the episode it's no we should have a spinoff podcast of just us being funny yeah 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 totally yeah um Yes, and so we are happy that we have a way to bring some levity to our listeners' lives. So, what to talk about on the news today? Wow. The thing is that there's so much news that there kind of, like, isn't news. You know, There's so much news that it canceled itself out. Yeah, it's just, like, an overwhelming amount of news, you know, um... And it's, you know, it's all COVID related, basically. Um, You know, how can it not be? You know, some of it's uplifting, um, like, you know, stories of artists coming through for each other, communities coming through, you know, like artists making art for essential care workers. And, oh, look at all this awesome stuff we can do online. And then on the other hand, it's like, You know, every museum in the whole country is laying people off and furloughing people. And, you know, it's just kind of a never-ending, overwhelming mix of all of the same thing. (laughs) Well, you know, there's there's a lot to read out there. You know, there's definitely a lot of um, Mm -hmm. content being produced. Uh, I read... You know, an article on Art News drew me in called Art Begins with Artists and We Need to Help Them Now. Um, And that, you know, drew me in because I'm like, yes, uh, I totally believe in that. And, you know, it's it's really talking. (laughs) It's really uh, talking about, you know, like these times are unprecedented and it's hit the art world so hard and you know, is advocating galleries are shutting down and, you know, these art fairs are getting rescheduled or canceled or moving online and, you know, people's mm-hmm. work may not be getting bought. But, you know, without without artists, then there is no art world, you know, like without art being produced, then there is, there are no things to put into, you know, contemporary art exhibitions. There is nothing to put up at art fairs. There is no content for biennials so it was you know really advocating for stepping up and supporting artists now um in this time uh however then it it kind of it was written by someone who is a part of the andy warhol foundation for the arts which is an amazing grant 
Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, they have, uh, I think, two kind of branches of relief funding that they're doing right now. Um, and, you know, that the author is, you know, calling out uh, colleagues in philanthropy to join the effort uh, to help support artists, which I'm totally about. But it definitely kind of turned into like a, here's what we're doing, and it's really great. Learn more about our grant uh, at the mm, end. But mm-hmm. that's fine. I mean, yeah. I mean, people should be sure. aware to apply for that grant, you know, if they need it and it applies mm-hmm. to them. Um, but, you know, the sentiment is there, and I really agree with it, of course. Naturally, yeah. Um, it, the, the layoffs are um, concerning. And, and, you know, certainly like layoffs and furloughs in the humanities. So we're talking about um, art museums specifically. Are are there any other art-related industries that are like museums? There's like art museums, science museums. I mean, auction uh, houses, commercial galleries. um, Mm -hmm. You know, because I mean, probably people who are working like for in sales or something for the galleries are still trying to do it online and whatnot but you know people who um you know fabricators and art handling installation you know like there there aren't new exhibitions being built right now there aren't so they so they just don't have any work they just don't have any work you know nothing's traveling right now Mm -hmm. everything's at a halt um you know there's there's so many people front desk people you know um there's so many people that aren't the artist the dealer etc that lose jobs here you know yeah and then, of course, it always it also goes back to like the supplier who supplies the drywall to like make the walls that will go up for the art fairs, and you know and that it it's just all a, a domino effect. Mm-hmm. I suppose nothing nothing in the arts is really automated, and so it's a it's a riskier business, I suppose, because yeah, when you have I say riskier, like this happens all the time. Uh, when, when you have something that is so sweeping and, and affects movements so intensely, then the jobs just evaporate. Yeah, that's very true. And, you know, going back to that article in Art News, artists who are able to make art their job, or at least partially, you know, it makes the point that, um, you know, a lot of artists, if they've been able to monetize their work, all of that's just gone. You know, if they were going to be in an exhibition, like we said, no new exhibitions are coming up if it was scheduled out. So the exhibition contracts have like been terminated. So they're planning for like, oh, I have an exhibition, you know, that's opening in June. Oh, that's been canceled now. Um, You know, I was expecting to have that few thousand dollars from participating in that. That's gone. Um, oh, you know, someone, you know, this center was going to commission a work for me. Oh, but, you know, they have to reroute that to pay their essential staff or, you know, to keep their organization alive. So they've, you know, canceled that commission. Um, And then, oh, 
because I'm an artist, you know, I need a little more support on the side. So I was a barista or I worked at this bookstore or, you know, what have you. Uh, I've now been laid off from that job. So, you know, like being an artist as a job, as a money-making, you know, occupation is also, uh, you know, kind of in this, I don't know, like, uh, what do I want to say? Oh, it's in like endangered. It's like on the endangered list. <laughs> no, I completely understand. I mean, the other thing to think of too is, you know, I, I suppose maybe this is my own bias, but when we talk about art, I'm, I'm thinking specifically about visual artists, but there's also, you know, choreographers and independent theater companies that are, that are really having a tough time. I mean, the people that that I know personally and and Jason knows a lot of these same people are people who it's not even fair to say that they do their craft, their art, their creativity on the side. It's it's a second job that sometimes doesn't make money. Um, it's not the same as being a volunteer <laughs> or it is their job. Um, it's their main job, the you know, mm-hmm. like the museum job that they, you know, got laid off from. That's the side job. They're an artist who, right. you know, works at a museum or in retail or teaches on the side, rather. When you when you think of art in the humanities, it's it's wider reaching than visual arts. And sometimes I have to remind myself of that, that it is also the creativity that you find in choreographers. It's um, it it would it's even the you know, the productions that aren't going to happen on a larger scale here in Minneapolis, like the Guthrie has canceled their season. Mm-hmm. It's just done. Um, on a smaller scale, I know a couple different smaller independent nonprofit theaters. They can't show their next show, which means that they uh, can't pay the people who are going to work that show during the set um, acting sometimes doing both of those things, depending on how big the theater company is or how small. So it, it really has these long tendrils that reach deep inside of the, the artistic and creative community. And I feel like there's a kinship between the creative community and the service industry right now. Because unless you work in, I don't know, maybe maybe a cleaning position um, a position in a hospital or other medical setting, you're kind of out of luck at this point. You know, and speaking of um, a ton of the news or what kind of seems like a majority of the news is either layoffs and furloughs or relief funds. Um, you know, I've just noticed that there's a lot of differences in relief funds, um, you know, just in terms of you know, what communities do they support? There's been a great variance in uh, amount, as well as, you know, I kind of found that there's somewhat of like three emerging categories kind of, of grants, which are grants that are intended to make up for work lost, such as Mm -hmm. if an artist was supposed to be in an exhibition the exhibition gets canceled and, you know, they lose out on that money. Grants for the creation of new work, uh, you know, kind of because a lot of artists um, have lost their source of income right now, um, that 
there are grants so that artists can continue working right now and, you know, put this money towards a future work uh, that's coming out of this time. And the third is unrestricted. Um, usually this, you know, is kind of framed as uh, for living expenses, you know, just kind of uh, similar to the other one, like to make up for money lost. Um, but it's it's not saying, you know, this is only for people who something got canceled on. Like this is just uninhibited, unrestricted, just for you to take. Just we're just assuming mm -hmm. you're in a tough spot right now and, you know, nothing needs to come out of it. You don't need to prove that anything, you know, like you lost anything, but this is just to like for you to like live right now. And, you know, I'm kind of thinking like, all right, is one better than the other? You know, is the restricted grant the best one? Because it's just like a show of faith and... You know, you can just be like, hey, pay your rent with this, buy your groceries with this, support your family with this, um, you know, and then you can use it for making a new work or you can use it to replace this money that you lost from this event that you're supposed to be in that got canceled. Or, you know, is it important for these forward thinking ones? Like, hey, we want you to know that we're giving you this money because we believe in you and your resiliency and we want to support your future practice. COVID will pass, but we want, you know, your work to live on and we want to know, you know, if you make art right now during this situation, we want to know what that's like and we want, you know, to, your art to be an archive of this time. Um or, you know, is the kind of like, this is to make up for, you know, something canceled, you know, acknowledging, hey, you know, we know you put a lot of work into this. And, you know, kind of, it's also like a backing to museums as well, being like, hey, we understand that you have to close right now. You know, this grant, you know, is so your, you know, your artists that you wanted to support but can't, you know, uh, still makes up that money and, you know, you can preserve a relationship or what have you, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and for artists, like they, you know, saw that money coming and it already budgeted for it. Anyways, obviously they all have benefits, but I don't know, is, is there something in the message or in the intent that, makes one more what artists need right now well um, i'm not expecting an answer by the way i'm just you know this yeah, is just food i mean for but thought. when you you, know, <laughs> you asked me a question my first response is like i'm going to find an answer right now. uh virgo everybody so <laughs> um but i was i was thinking about this and there's a there's a practical part of my brain that immediately said Grants should only be given out in exchange for work. Not necessarily that the work needs to be produced right now or tomorrow or in two months, um, but just that it, you know, it was kind of like uh, pays for materials and time with some extra padding in there. So like for a couple of meals or for whatever. And I only say that because a lot of this money is given to organizations by donors or through, you know, specific states have like tax funds appropriated for it, like Minnesota. Um, there's a there's a couple of different ways. And so practically speaking, 
these organizations that are giving out grants that require a work to be produced out of the grant are doing so because they have to have something to show the people that have given them the money to use. And, and I understand that. I mean, that system exists for a reason. There's, there's accountability in that system that, that has to be there. However, knowing as many artists as I do personally, I know that in this particular time, the stress is so great that it places inhibition upon creativity that would normally exist, right? I mean, I did that artist panel in our previous episode with um, Larson Husby and Aaron Sandmark and Dustin Stoick, all three of whom have been on the podcast before. You know, all three of them are in varying stages of their artistic career. But the one thing that they all said was that their creativity was just so inhibited right now that the the stress of really what we're all experiencing as a people being in quarantine, worried about loved ones, worried about the state of the economy, worried about, you know, things on a, a micro and macro scale. I mean, it just is is overwhelming. And so the essence of their creativity to create their art is lacking because of that. And that makes total sense. And because of all of those things, I also support grants that are geared towards artists that are saying, have this money to eat, to buy groceries, to pay a third of your rent. And I just want to address something that that may come up. I'm addressing an argument that like nobody has said to me. <laughs> I'm addressing a conversation that nobody has had with me. Um, but, you know, this podcast talks specifically about artists. We are not here to deliberate whether or not these funds should be reappropriated to other people who also need money in other areas, right? Um, you know, we would love for, for nonprofits to be supporting everybody at this time. That's not our focus. Our focus is on arts nonprofits, creative nonprofits, humanities, etc. And so these nonprofits are dedicated to artists and that's where we are going to focus our conversation. So I'm not I don't think it's useful or helpful to get pulled into an argument about why artists are getting certain funds over other people in other types of work. Have you seen those discussions happening? No, I I have not heard that conversation being had anywhere, but I suspect, you know, this is a time of high stress and, and there are a lot of people in different areas of life and different types of work that are all thrust into the very same situation all at once. And so I suspect that as we talk about funding specifically for artists, um, that that might come up as an issue. And I just wanted to address it ahead of time that these, these organization exists for artists. And, and so that's where their funds need to go. I think it's important that we reiterate on this podcast that we do this um, not just because we love talking about art and we are also very mm-hmm. smart and that rhymed and I didn't intend for it to, but that, <laughs> but that we believe and can show proof that that art in its varying degrees of existence is important, not just personally, but to the development of humanity as a whole. So important, in fact, that it deserves its own attention. 
that's why we do this. And so I, I know that we are all in a, in a place of really deep stress right now. Um, and, and so I think for some people listening to us talk about money going directly to artists, especially if there's no product being produced, it might seem ridiculous. It, it sounds ridiculous without the context of, of our conversation. Really? Because I was actually really, uh, you made a very, you know, uh, valid point about, you know, generally, um, or a lot of grants are, we give you the grant and then you, you know, make work. And then, you know, like all grants or most grants, unless it's, you know, you know, unrestricted grants do exist in the world. Um, you know, you, you either submit a follow-up or at the end of it, there's Mm -hmm. a publication, Mm -hmm. an exhibition, a studio visit, something like that. Um, but I was under the impression that, I don't know, most people or you or whatever would say that unrestricted grants are the right way to go right now. So I was actually... they I'm are surprised. I, I suppose I should make that very clear. Um, it it was in okay. my in my own internal monologue of trying to decide between the two. I, I think, yeah. No, I get it. That totally like from from a you know if you were a gallery and trying to tell your yeah. board or your donors like hey. Let's get a fund going. Um, yeah. Let's just give it to them. Whatever people might be like, um, we need to like make sure that they're not just spending it on pizza. They're probably not going to go. <laughs> and it depends on totally. it depends on the individual organization too. Sometimes you have funders that believe so heavily in your mission that they will allow you to allocate their funds for that. You just have to communicate with them appropriately. That has actually been happening. Um, I, we're very fortunate that, that the arts community we focus on is is really here in the Midwest and specifically in Minnesota. Philanthropy in this state is strong and it has roots and and people really do care. But I know that that is not the case in other parts of the country. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Um, such as the greater LA area, which I live in. <laughs> yeah there's that well i think the other thing to to recognize too though is that having grants that require work to be created and grants that don't and and everything in between it acknowledges the reality of being in the arts it acknowledges that not everybody can create which seems you know to maybe to someone who's not familiar with the arts community that seems kind of weird right you an artistic person you create well not always sometimes you're just starting out sometimes you're developing your practice and that might not result in a lot of physical creativity Mm -hmm. or or product necessarily that's kind of the nature of the humanities it's fluid in that way and so having these grants that exist on a spectrum allows for the reality that art- artists in their varying degrees of practice exist on that spectrum as well. So there is there is a practical reason behind it, one could argue, which I just did. I argued that. It Very happened. well done. Um, you know, I've seen some, uh, you know, like things on the internet of like, you know, how to get creative, like during quarantine and things like that. And 
you know, mm-hmm. um, you make a good point that if people don't have money, like, where do you even, where do you even start? Like, just being able to get right. materials to create a work of art, or, um, you know, even if you're a choreographer and you just need to come up with something in your head, just, you know, like, just being able to start somewhere or have, like, the space. A lot of us are confined to, you know, apartments and whatnot that there is no space you know we we can't afford a bigger apartment to be able to like work out dance moves or performance piece or what have you um and uh i think there's probably a lot of um kind of i don't know arguments about like hey you know if you can't buy your clay right now because art stores are are, you know non-essential they're not producing or hey, you don't have the money to, like, buy these canvases or what have you right now. Like, what if you just, you know, started, like, drawing with just pencil and paper? And, or what if you just, you know, started doing, like, little tiny watercolors of the views out of your window and, you know, just, you know, kept, kept, make macaroni art. That'll keep you creative during this time. And I was kind of thinking, like, you know, that's the same thing as, like, going to, like, a basketball player and being, like, well, just, like, do a bunch of jumping jacks and push-ups in your apartment, and, like, then you're going to feel, like, then you're going to feel like you played basketball. Or, like, if you're, if you're like, a cross-country yeah. runner, like, yes. you know, just jog in place for, like, a few hours, and then you'll feel just as satisfied as you were, like, you know, as you would have been jogging cross-country. You know, you would just never say that, like to an athlete like oh just do something totally different and completely diminished from what 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 you do or what you know like feeds your soul you know don't play football you know like I don't know do some meditative yoga and then you'll feel just as good (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. yeah no that's that's a very very good analogy. My goodness, that's good. I love that. That analogy was really, really oh, well done. I, I completely, I completely appreciate the, um, the comparison between, you know, artistic endeavors and and physical endeavors. But it, I suppose it could be applied to a lot of different scenarios. The point is, art is important. These grants are important. Um, and people, believe it or not, in in this world, in this state at least, are willing to donate um during these times of crisis even more so than they would normally and actually that's something that i've found now working in philanthropy for all of three months is that people do the people who have the resources to donate they will donate they they're dedicated to the mission of the organization or the work of the artist or the what have you in that vein and and they want their money to go to a good cause. And that feeling is enough motivation. If you are not a multimillionaire philanthropist, I, well, I get Well, you also don't have to be That's a multimillionaire, but. No, you don't. But that was going to be Max's point is that even, you know, normally we'd say like, you can support the arts. You don't even have to give money. Yeah, you might have to give a little money. What I would actually recommend if you if you're so inclined to give money but you are really really having a hard time right now if you can give monthly like three dollars a month 
that's worth it. That's oh, totally worth it. If they'll allow you to choose your own donation amount, if you can give three bucks a month to something, to a nonprofit or, you know, maybe an artist website, you can donate three bucks like that really is worth it. And no donation is too small. Um, and it, it helps to sustain that creative industry that will have to come roaring back once this is all over, because it will be over at some point. Absolutely. And, you know, artists, art organizations, etc., will all need to rebound and, you know, make the world, you know, uh, I don't want to say vital, thriving, lively again, (laughs) you know, fill the world with content and joy. Yes. Um, and if you are an artist and you're wondering, uh, how to access support, uh, we have a beautiful last podcast episode. And by last, I mean, not the final one, but the one that we did previous to this, uh, most previous, most most recent, recent, except for this one, uh, the the last podcast Mm -hmm. that we did. Yep. Uh, that one has just like honestly we probably put too much information in there but it has a lot of resources and uh you know they're all linked on our show notes as well so yeah go check it out and if you're a person who wants to support um go check out that same list and you know you can donate and the artist will go and they'll check out the list and then they'll apply to receive Mm -hmm. the money and then it's a beautiful circle of everybody you know making the world a better place. If you, if you feel like, um, you would like to share a resource or or if you're donating to a resource, um, I think you should definitely, uh, post that you've done so or post a resource that you really, really love and that you want to share and you should tag us in it. We are at state of the arts pod on Instagram. And that will help to get the world word blah, blah, blah. the word to the world. <laughs> that will help to get the word, the word to the world. Word to the, to word. the world. Soda out. Word world. Yeah. Thank you for joining us, Soda listeners. You can find our show notes and other information about us on our website at sodapodcast.blog. Please email us with any feedback or to alert us of any arts events coming up at stateoftheartspod at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram and Facebook at stateoftheartspod or search for Soda Podcast. You can find episodes of State of the Arts on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends. We have a Patreon. There's a donation tab on our website. Donating to the Patreon will help us cover the costs of producing the podcast. And as always, our music is provided by The Von Tramps. And now I need to go reevaluate my entire personality. Um, well, let me let me um, redeem you and tell you that I am drinking out of a glass right now that says blood of my enemies on it oh yay and it's filled with um booze hall with what booze hall alcohol what's that but it's booze
It's Boozo Boozo Hall. Boozo Hall. Yes. Wow. Did you make that up? Nope. The boy did. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Right? I thought it was okay. Language. It's not finite at all. It's not finite. It's it's never ending, constantly changing. Is that what never ending means? Oh, man. 